0: did you watch it welcome back to part two of why did you watch episode two part two so jody finds him the next morning asleep on the stairs with a box with a finger in it unbeknownst to jody and a shotgun why he didn't go to his bed i don't know why he had a shotgun well
1: the reason why he didn't go to his bed is because he gets attacked by zombies and the dude's standing over him that makes sense Kind okay,
0: of. I'll, I'll give him that. Fair enough. Yeah. So he fell asleep somewhere that is not his bedroom with a loaded shotgun and a mysterious box. Okay. And Jodie's response to this is, well, this seems perfectly normal, but um, I should probably empty the cartridges out of the shotgun.
1: That's that's good. That's actually quite clever for Jodie, anyway.
0: It's it, Yeah, priorities, I guess. Mm. Now, this is a great scene. This is a cracker. He, um, shows Jodie the finger in the box, which is moving Mm -hmm. around in Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. And at which point Jodie says, okay, I believe you. Which is fair enough because he brought him some proof. Sure. Okay. And they're sitting on the front porch at this point of their house, outside, and he shows him the finger and Jodie goes, (laughs) okay. it just flips him off.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: (laughs) Um, I believe you. And then he goes, Jesus, what's going on up there? And then they're in the kitchen.
1: Eh, okay.
0: Where upon Mike answers the question. (laughs) So there's a, there's a cut scene there where he goes, what's going on up there? And Mike says, I'll tell you, but we should adjourn to the kitchen first before i do and we don't get to see that bit
1: yes so
0: they're on the porch he says what's going on up there cut to the kitchen and mike answers and says i didn't tell you this but i was spying on you at tommy's funeral Um... and i saw the tall man left a coffin with one arm okay and jody said i was one of the pallbearers that coffin weighed a lot
1: because that guy was really fat
0: yeah, it, that coffin weighed a ton. Yeah, um and then Jody said something that did not surprise me at all. He said, "I can't figure this out." chocker
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Surprise, surprise.
0: That's because you're not the brightest, Jody. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, "Let's go to the sheriff
1: uh, okay. with our evidence," which so is a finger in a box.
0: A finger in a box that's wiggling. With some yellow... With mustard all over it.
1: Sounds to me like they're going to get arrested.
0: For wasting police time. Yeah. And also abuse of a corpse, I guess. Since they've stolen a finger. But anyway. It doesn't matter anyway. All of that's moot. Because the finger, in the meantime, has morphed into a killer blue bottle.
1: Like a fly? <laughs> <Your> face! <Yeah.
0: laughs> yes! yes the fly it's okay. now a just a very angry looking massive fly
1: it's carrying a knife um, or a gun
0: it, <laughs> i'll cut you no <laughs> yeah. no no it's just it just looks vicious it's, it's got a, very nasty it's gonna just
1: bounce to me, into like glassware nearby you for like en- endlessly until you just drive yourself insane and you pick the shotgun up and like stand it all
0: yeah pretty much i can't take the buzzing anymore yeah, exactly you're going to need a, a, a mega can of red to deal with this this blue bottle because it's a big blaster. Well,
1: it's a good thing the kids got that massive lighter.
0: <laughs> just torch it, <tortured> yeah. <you. laughs> well, they've got a shotgun as well. Just pointing that out. That's true. Pointing yeah. that out, excuse me. Hiccuped. Um, So the, the, the they open the box and this giant blue bottle about the size of your fist pops out That's of big. the box, goes be, and then. They're like, where'd it go? And then it sort of crawls up the back of Mike's hair. And it's on Ooh, the top of his Jody head. And Jodie shoots it's... his
1: head off with a shotgun.
0: <laughs> William Tell. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then it misses and gets it horribly wrong.
0: Yeah. And then the movie ends. Yeah. And it's a happy ending. Oh, that's no, how no, I would no. have written that's it. That's not what happened. Mm. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> it is quite a funny scene where this, they're like, where is it? And then it just sort of goes. Yeah, that's pretty
1: creepy. Through the yeah. kid's
0: hair. It, yeah, it was a bit. And they they catch it in Mike's denim coat, denim jacket, but it's super strong, this fly. So we are now treated to the amazing scene of two guys holding on to a denim jacket and waving it wildly around the living room. (laughs) I can
1: picture it. I can picture it.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it's really funny where they're like, oh, 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 oh." this jacket fashion says it's wearable but i just know in my heart that it's not
1: <laughs> oh i've got a denim jacket somewhere
0: so they decide the best thing to do with this possessed jacket is to stuff it down the garbage disposal
1: mm-hmm. because they have
0: those in america Oh, well, the blender-y and the blender things the sink blender yeah, yeah, yeah okay which holy shit they seem dangerous but we anyway, had one at home you never did, did yeah you? we did yeah you lacerate yourself on it at any point
1: no but it was terrifying and it was very rarely yeah. turned on and then it broke uh after i put uh. all those wooden spoons down it <laughs> no not really uh no it just broke It was just it was a stupid thing to have in a house i mean why would you have that in a house with small children i think my parents were trying to get me but you know they failed yeah they did i survived they, yeah <laughs> in their face
0: <laughs> yeah i just i just mm. think they seem so dangerous yeah, uh, they're pretty weird. Yeah, for the for the sake of like just scraping your food in the bin. Yeah, or putting it on, on the compost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. madness, Almighty Americans. Anyway, so they stick it down the garbage disposal. They hit the mm. button, bzz, and then they pull the jacket out. And Jody just seems amazed that the jacket has been damaged. I don't know what he thought was going to happen. My jacket. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
0: I put it in the garbage disposal and now it's destroyed. Well, I don't honest, understand what's going on.
1: Also, all of the metal buttons on that jacket will destroy that garbage disposal.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean demon blue bottles notwithstanding. Yes. Um So the <laughs> so they're doing that. Meanwhile, Reggie the ponytail turns up. Mm. Um the fly flies out of the garbage disposal again, so Reggie could not have timed his visit more poorly. Oh Reggie. Um I know and they they managed to grab the fly and get it back down the garbage disposal and kill it. Uh Reggie's been knocked over by the killer fly at this point and he's lying on the floor going, "What the hell is going on around here?"
1: That's a fair enough thing to say, to be honest. TBH.
0: What happened to your jacket? It went in the garbage disposal and now it's destroyed. Topsy turvy land.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's understand oh, I don't know what's going on here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Now, are you ready for some of the best advice that you'll ever hear?
1: Yeah, go for it, go for
0: it. It's gonna blow your mind, David. So Jody says, with his finger out, I might add, like in Mike's face, okay. just to, just to really emphasize how important this advice is. <clears throat> I can't see you having a single problem with this statement either. You're going to agree with this hundred percent. Okay. 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 You don't aim a gun at a man unless you intend to shoot him, and you don't shoot a man unless you intend to kill him.
1: Okay. How is that related to anything that's happening? They were getting guns. Okay. <laughs> Fair. Okay.
0: Um,
1: I mean, unless you're using a water pistol.
0: No, I disagree with that to some extent, because whatever happened to, you know, wounding someone?
1: Yeah, so, like, that tends not to be a thing.
0: So you're telling me that if you have a gun in your possession, if you aim it at another person, you must intend to kill them?
1: Well, so, I mean, the main reasoning behind this is it's it's a safety thing, because essentially if you aim it at someone and then you're, like, jittery, you might pull the trigger and the safety's off and then you kill them.
0: Oh, no. Oh, right. So you're taking this from the point of view of don't point a gun at a man unless you tend to shoot him. Yeah. You've taken that as, so don't point your gun at him. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. But don't go
0: around pointing your gun at people willy nilly yeah. Unless yeah. you're actually trying to shoot at him, uh-huh. right? I don't think that's how he means it. I okay. think he means don't just don't just threaten someone with a gun. If you point a gun at them, you bet you best be ready to shoot them. Yeah.
1: And it's kind of an American thing as well. It's like uh, as far as I can. And tell. and
0: and then I think you're coming at it from the point of view of if you shoot someone with a gun, chances are you'll kill them. So unless no, no. you want to kill them, don't shoot at them.
1: No, no, no. I mean, it would be quite possible to, to wound someone. The the reason why you don't point to wound is that if you miss, they might already be close to you. So you want to shoot them so they cannot hurt you or hurt somewhere else, someone else. Sure. Mm.
0: But what if your partner is grabbed and taken hostage? Hey,
1: you've seen like that film with Tommy Lee Jones and the thing where he's like, you shoot the hostage.
0: Yes, that's what I'm referring to, Speed. Oh, cool. Uh-huh. I couldn't
1: remember the name of the film, so thank you.
0: Is it Tommy Lee Jones in that? Yeah, he's the dude with the bum. No, that was... um, It's your man who's in... It was Dennis Hopper, wasn't Ooh, it? Oh, you could be right. First time for everything.
1: <laughs> Speed, Tommy...
0: I feel it was Lee Dennis Hopper.
1: Jones. Yes, it was. Shit, so what am I thinking of? He was in a film that was like that Tommy Lee Jones' bomber movie, Blown Away. (laughs) (laughs) A serial bomber is on the loose in Boston. It's now up to explosives expert Jimmy Dove to avenge his friend killed by this maniac. Wow. Uh, I don't. What? What is this? That's Jeff Bridges, anyway. Maybe that's the next film we should watch. (laughs) <laughs> um
0: <what>? uh, <laughs> right so we've had this amazing advice from jody yes don't point a gun at a man unless you intend to shoot him well we when don't he shoot a man
1: a man does he mean the country or uh
0: a man, the isle of man
1: no oh or... man there's a country called oh
0: man or david bowie's wife Aman. that's a name Not Really? yeah I remember having this argument with somebody once where they said David Bowie is gay and I said, he's not gay, he's married to a man. And they were like...
1: Nice. Okay, (laughs) I see. Yeah, okay. Case in point, they said, and you're like, I think you're not quite grasping...
0: Uh, No, no, no. The man's a woman. (laughs) And Jodie also says... uh, Don't do warning shots, they're bullshit.
1: Wow, that's like against the Geneva convention no
0: <laughs> well that's my that's the thing so that's what i was thinking when he said don't point a gun at a man unless you intend to kill him i thought well that's that's not right because you could use a gun to say get out of my house please and hopefully the burglar would and then don't shoot a man unless you intend to kill him well what if i were just shooting a warning shot adam to scare him to make him leave, and not necessarily trying to kill him. Basically, mm. even if I have a gun, killing someone is going to be my absolute last resort because I really yeah. don't want to have to do it.
1: Yeah. And if I, I, mean, I have
0: a gun, and they have, say, you know, strong language, I sort of feel like I have a good deterrent here.
1: Yeah, proportional force. As exactly. Well. Yeah. Yeah. He said a rude word. Well. A- he said, if, yeah. "Damn you!" Flip. And I shot him in the face.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah,
1: but the other thing is, people who do have guns tend to also be the people who tend to fall victim to guns. Sometimes yep. it's their own gun. So yes. yeah, don't like don't have chicken. guns, people. Oh, it, was, oh, a, no, it, was, it a turkey. was a turkey. Oh, that's a great yeah, that story. Turkey. Yeah.
0: That shot the hunter.
1: <laughs> yeah, well he thought he had killed it and dumped it in the boot and then chucked his shotgun in with clearly not unloading the gun or putting the safety on. And yeah, he yeah. got shot in the leg when uh, he went back to check you know was what? dead. Do
0: you realise what this means? This means mm. that Jody was more intelligent than that guy that shot the turkey because Jody immediately unloaded that gun. True. When he found his brother sitting with it. Yeah. So... Although, how oh, his
1: 14-year-old brother managed to get this shotgun? Because, like, at least in the UK, they had to all be locked up in the ammo cell, uh, stored separately, I think. You have to have a gun safe. Well, in this here.
0: house, in this house, the guns were hanging over the mantelpiece.
1: With all the shotgun rounds sitting around. Nuts.
0: Yes. On the mantelpiece. Yeah. So you've got where people are putting their televisions now over their fireplace they mm. had a gun rack and on the mantelpiece instead of ornaments and pictures of your family they had boxes of shells and cartridges okay this is which, a strange house it is a strange house particularly telling a 14 year old if you point a gun at a man make sure you kill him yeah you know it's like oh no, I ac- like
1: i accidentally pointed it at the sheriff oh well i'll well, just yeah. pull the trigger now. Yeah, I've right
0: no choice because Jody Jody says warning shots are bullshit. So yeah. I guess I'll okay. just do that. So Jody, after this extensive tutorial on how to
1: gun safety, murder
0: people <laughs> who come in to yeah. read the meter.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> he says I'm gonna go check out the graveyard. You stay here with this shotgun and shoot anyone who comes in the house and make sure you kill them. And uh, I've got Colt, so I'll be fine.
1: What's he doing with a small horse? He does not have horse? a small
0: horse. <laughs> ah,
1: you know me too I well. I knew that was coming.
0: I hey, knew that was coming.
1: Oh, you're already prepared.
0: He had a Colt 45, I'm guessing. Okay, yeah. It's the only Colt I know. Are there other calibres of Colts? There must yeah. be. Yeah,
1: Colt's just a firearm company, or used to be.
0: Yeah, named after the guy. Colt.
1: Samuel Colt.
0: The very man. Yeah. Um, and his cousins, Smith and Wesson. Anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: And his adorable little niece, Derringer. Ah. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> yeah, because they're cute. I love those wee guns. Jody has now decided he's going to do what Mike did, right?
1: Go and peek Which at someone is... trying to pick up women in a bar.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> no, he learned his lesson there. Uh, no, hmm. he's decided that he too is going to fenestrate, wiggle into the basement uh-huh. and basically do what, what Mike did. So this is round two. Only this time, Jodie, ha-ha, brought a torch with him.
1: It's better than a lighter.
0: Exactly. So that's twice now that Jodie has actually done something sensible.
1: Mm. Shame Uh, you forgot the batteries.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say Uh, a stop clock is right twice a day, but in this case... Mm. Um, So we see him wiggle his way in through the window Mm -hmm. in the background and in the foreground there is a very conspicuous um, light shade with a switch hanging from the ceiling. Okay. And I looked at it and I looked at Jodie and I thought, he's going to turn that light on. And guess what he did? He turned the light on. Okay. And as soon as he did, a Jawa pounced out of a box of boxes and bit him okay in the neck oh wow and it made that it made that apple crunchy noise yes yes okay yeah okay okay it was a popular thing to do at the time because in evil dead um there's a scene where you think somebody's dead but then they wake up and stab a woman in the ankle with a with a pencil Uh to make that sound effect they stabbed an apple with the pencil and then wriggled it around and it made that,
1: and noise. really break that MacBook.
0: <laughs> so we've got the mad biting noise, and yeah. Jody. So the Jaw is on his back. I should clarify. Jaw is on his back, like mm-hmm. trying to bite him in the neck, and succeeding. Mm-hmm. And Jody holds the gun like this, like he's trying to shoot himself in the <laughs> head
1: from oh, a distance. If only.
0: <laughs> I know. Oh my god! Only like. If Jody shot himself in the head, I really don't think it would do more than give him a bit of a headache.
1: Yeah, just start whistling you know. when he's walking down the road.
0: <laughs> exactly. So he's waving this gun around. If you, yeah, trying to shoot the, the Jawa, which is right next to his own head, and somehow succeeds. Oh, okay. Shoots the Jawa and he runs away.
1: But he's bleeding so, profusely from his neck wound.
0: Uh, no, apparently he's fine. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he had an apple in his lapel, and that's what the Jawa bit, because he seems completely unscathed and fine. I mean, lapel, the
1: Jawa... lapel does sound like if someone was trying to say apple in French. La La, lapel.
0: Lapel. <laughs> <laughs> it's a poem its it is a poem,
1: it? yeah. It's a poem, yeah. but it's still funny.
0: <laughs> it is. <Yeah>. Lapel. <laughs> <L'appel. laughs> Qu'est-ce que c'est manger, toi what? I think I just said what's eating you? <laughs> uh,
1: a jower, apparently. <laughs>
0: Qu'est-ce que tu manges? Qu'est-ce que tu manges? Uh, yeah. Qu'est-ce- I can't speak French. Yeah, me neither. I... So, so, so he runs away. Also, across. he's
1: also gonna have <clears throat> no hearing left if he's just shot right next to his ear.
0: A cult? A feckin cult? A yeah. massive handgun? Yeah.
1: He's gonna be going, all he's Bruh. gonna
0: hear is. Yeah, but a car is now chasing after him, so it's all gone a bit Christian.
1: In the mausoleum?
0: No, no, he ran out of the mausoleum and he's running across the graveyard and out the front gates and away. Ah. the car chases after him. Okay. And he runs away. Well, when I saw that he was being chased by a a phantom car, I thought, "Uh uh-oh, time to run away. But he decides, no, I'm going to fire at it with my colt.
1: Well... I mean with forty five you might be able to hit the engine block.
0: He doesn't aim for the engine block though, he yeah. aims for the driver, despite the fact mm. there's clearly no driver.
1: Ah ooh because it's a
0: it's it's a a magic car. Or yeah, it's cool. one of those Tesla self-driving cars, maybe, I don't know. Um so he stands in the middle of the road and tries to fire the Colt at the driver mm. and shocker, he misses, I guess.
1: And well that's because he's not aiming at a man. <laughs>
0: It's mm. a car. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. If that's his caveat. If, however, you're if you point a gun at a Jawa. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. If
0: you, if you do hit it, I'll be impressed because it's really tiny. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: So this, t- <laughs> so 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 now a car is now driving at him, but it looks like a different car to me. But he's still aiming his gun at it. So he aims his gun at the driver of this car, and it pulls up. And he, it stops and he's looking at it and he, he's going, who's in there? Right. And then he goes around to the passenger side and the door flicks open and it looks like there's a woman in there Uh-huh. because they've got long, very clearly Farrah Fawcett blow-dried hair. And I think, who the hell's she? But it turns out actually it's Mike. What? The younger brother. Who
1: just happened to stop by the hairdressers. Like, in the uh, intervening time?
0: yeah. But do you know... And do you know what? I couldn't get it out of my head. He looked exactly like Pauline from uh, League of Gentlemen. And I was quite concerned that he was going to call his brother dolscum scum and then demand he give him his pens. Which, if you watch League of Gentlemen, David, you would find hilarious. Oh,
1: sorry. My bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's a good show, that. I highly recommend it. Mm. It's a... Uh, I know... I was put off by it when I first watched it as well, but what it, it yeah, it's it's such a good show. It's right. it's a grower.
1: Okay. okay. It okay. it
0: grows on you. So now they're in a sort of a, a road racy thing where they're like bipping into each other doof, 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 between the phantom car and Pauline's car.
1: <laughs> okay. Alright. Um
0: being driven by a fourteen year old, may I remind you. Okay. And they somehow managed to dunt the the Tesla, the driverless car, Mm. and it careens off and drives into a tree. So you would think, under those circumstances, I'd be like, oh, thank God for that, and I would drive home. In fact, I wouldn't drive home. I would drive to the airport, and I would move to Peru and forget the whole thing. Yeah, Because I really don't think the tall man is going to give a flying rat's ass about me if I'm living in South America at that point. But instead, Jodie says...
1: I kill the jawer <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Can I just
0: point out at this point, he pointed his gun at that car, which means he intended yes to shoot that car. Yeah. And because he intended to shoot it, he sh- intended to kill it. It was his own brother, and he didn't shoot the gun, and he didn't kill his brother. Ah,
1: well no that's Just not necessarily saying. true because his brother's not a man he's 14
0: so that that's legit then Eh,
1: well you know it's get out close
0: nah.
1: sounds more like he's afraid to pull the trigger
0: <laughs> so after he's gone like an idiot mm. they decide to pull up next to the 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 smashed car and see what was driving it. Okay. Can you guess, David, what might have been driving the car?
1: Multiple Jawas.
0: One Jawa. Oh,
1: how did it reach the pedals?
0: Well, I think its feet reached the pedals and mm. it was just hoping for the best with the steering. Oh. Yeah. It's dead now. Oh. Sort of. Well, I guess it couldn't so... have put
1: a seatbelt on, could it?
0: Ha! <laughs> yeah. Since it was, squ- it was slid yeah. down the seat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So now... Things are getting interesting. He's killed
1: two Jawas.
0: What was the other one he killed?
1: The one that was by the. Oh, he shot
0: ne- that one in yeah. his head. That's right. That's oh, the other on one the was probably
1: its brother trying out for revenge.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. Well, actually, no. Uh, because. um <laughs> it was his Yeah, this is quite weird. Not quite. Hmm. They, they go in and, and they seem surprised that it was one of these Jawas. Like, what did you think it was going to be? You idiot. Um, and he pulls the hood back and guess what? It's Tommy. Do you remember Tommy? The one the who guy got who... shibbed at the beginning. Yes. And it was chalked up as a suicide for no apparent reason. Yes. Um, so it's Tommy, but he's all like gross and Shriveled. pale and, and oozing yellow blood and stuff. Oh. Hmm. And Jodie sees this and says, Tommy! In that tone. Like he just remembered his name. Right. Tommy! So that's interesting, isn't it? Tommy was stolen by the tall man. Yes. And was put in the hearse. And now he's turned up as one of these Jawas. Yes. So now we're getting some plot. Okay. I it's mean, only it, been It's taken an Two hours, an hour. ten minutes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But... <laughs> It's taken an hour to get to some plot in the film,
1: but
0: something's happening now, Mm. so it's getting interesting. Mm -hmm. So Jodie goes to a a phone booth. Do you remember those? Do you remember phone booths, David?
1: Yes. And
0: you had 10p, a big 10p, none of these fancy new small 10ps that we have now. Jodie is in the phone booth and he goes, Reggie, we got one of them. Bring your truck. We're at such and such a place.
1: And then you just hear green sleeves coming from, like, the distance. <laughs> driving an ice cream van. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> That's what he meant by bring your truck, though. Bring yeah. your ice cream band. Oh, he did mean the yeah. ice cream van. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, that noise, if I even hear green sleeves now, I'm like, shit, I need 50p, I need 50p now. Wow. Oh, wait, no.
1: Yeah, you're dated. That's <laughs> yeah. got to be at least two pounds now.
0: Well, a ninety nine was a pound. Obviously. Well, well it wasn't used to pound, be a pound wasn't yeah. it? Was well, 99. Yeah, yeah,
1: whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I remember standing in my living room, like hopping from one foot to the other while my mum fished through her purse and I'm like, Are you are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I can hear him driving away. Yeah,
1: Come on. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. He that ice cream man in my neighbourhood did not hang about. He was like he was like, Okay, they'll just be getting their fifty P about now they'll be at the bottom of their driveways. Okay, go, 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 go. No, no, no. What we're happened driving.
1: was he was one of the early adopters of the mobile phone, and your mum was like, "Okay, she's just about to leave the door. Go, go, yeah. go." Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> do you remember that time we yeah. saw the ice cream van, and I was like, "Oh, David, get
1: some yeah. ice cream." Yeah, I do you remember? And then
0: we're standing in the queue, and I was like, oh, "I don't have any money. Can I have some money, yeah. please?" <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. it was funny. Oh, it was quite cute. Mm. I remember that. Oh, that was the best screwball. though. That, that and I've
1: you el- elbowing all those small children out of the way so you could get your eyes <laughs> <laughs> uh, Not really. Anyway, the way, poof, There, was, there poof. was a queue, but... And we joined the end of it, so it's all good.
0: We're, yes, we were suitably. Sort of, we, that's how the little kids were able to go, oh, I think she's got special needs. And yeah. Cute. yeah. <laughs> with this long-suffering man with her. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Reggie turns up and he says again it's one of these weird conversations where Reg just sort of explains everything that's going on um he goes you didn't tell me it was Tommy we only buried him on Monday look what they did to him he's only three foot long he still weighs 200 pounds what's coming out of his head so that's a nice okay recap of of everything in case you'd lost interest at that point Mm reg was there to to recap the whole sounds thing.
1: like he's the star of the show
0: oh yeah well he's the only one who is in all the movies because jody doesn't come back oh, uh, right. the actor who plays jody doesn't come back michael baldwin doesn't come back for the second movie i don't think he comes back until he's a full fully fully grown adult
1: but the metal ball comes back
0: oh yeah mm. reg and the metal ball okay that's the sequel <laughs> It sounds to Fantastic me like two, Reg and the metal ball <laughs> sounds like
1: Reg is possibly actually one of the, the the bad people in this film.
0: No, Reg is a goodie.
1: Yeah, but he knows an awful lot. About
0: well, only because going he hasn't explained to him, mm. and then he just recaps it succinctly for everybody. Okay. He's a uh, yeah. All he's right, a strange okay, one. Fine. So he puts the they put Tommy in his ice cream truck. Okay. Which is gross. Which, by the way, had no ice cream in it. Dun 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 That just
1: sounds creepy.
0: Yeah. Why is he driving around? So there's a there's a dead Jawa in it now. Um and and Mike says to Reg, uh, you better padlock it you know, the truck. Okay. And Reg says Reg says, right. Not why because there's a corpse of a Jawa in there which isn't going to come out and who's going to steal it. Yes. But you know I'm dead Jawa. I appre- I appreciate someone who just does what they're told and doesn't ask stupid fecking questions. Really gets on my nerves when people do that. Why is that? <laughs> uh. <laughs> so the the dead jaw is locked in the van now and then it cuts to Reg having a, a, a tense moment where he's wandering through some house and then Almost has a heart attack because his neighbour pops out of her flat to see what's going on. I don't know what was going on in that scene, if I'm honest. Sounds pointless. Uh, It was pointless. Could have done without it. Uh, They were having an attempt at a looting bus and it it was sort of shoehorned in. Do you know what a looting bus is? No. It's a, a mechanic in horror movies where they really build up the tension. So you hear a noise in a room and you creep across the room and it's like, dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. dun. Yeah. Open the cupboard and it's a cat. Not a vicious demon. Okay. That's a looting bus. And it comes from the movie Cat People where she thinks she's being followed and she can hear a weird noise and then she looks behind her and actually it's the looting bus. True them. All uh, oh, at the same time. <laughs> yeah. She's been waiting for ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No no, no 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 okay okay no. cool all right okay so i didn't know that though. that's yeah. a new one on me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. a looting bus so that's that, they were having a go at a looting bus and and it just it was utterly unnecessary because i don't even know what house he was in yeah where did this woman come from anyway so what do you call him mike starts asking the big questions like why are they shrinking corpses and <laughs> what about mom and dad because mum and dad are buried up there of they yes. been shrinking them too. To which, Jodie says, another fantastic piece of advice. Just don't think about that. Grant. That's that solved then. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, you know. Done. Um, now, at this point, I could start making fun of all the 70s lingo because there's a lot of, hey, that's, that's jive, man, or whatever. Okay. Our, mm. There's some stupid 70s lingo throughout the whole thing. But I'm sure people would think our totes legit language would be equally reticulable in what? 50 years? So I'll cut them some slack. Fair enough. However, this one line I couldn't resist making fun of, and I did write it down because um, they so they decide that they're gonna go after the tall man. And Jody says that he's gonna take Mike to Auntie Sally's! Who she is and why she's being introduced in the last like half hour of the movie, I do not know. But right. that's the plan. She's going to take take him to Auntie Sally's, and uh, uh, and then he's going to hustle on back.
1: Oh, hustle! Yes, lovely. Yeah,
0: do the hustle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I quite like the and then hustle on back. Yeah, man, that plan's far out. Out of sight, man. Anyway. Um, so they drop Mike off at Auntie Sally's, I guess. And I think there's a, a Susie involved as well. I'm not, not entirely sure what was going on here. Um, but Auntie Sally apparently owns an antique shop, despite being in her 20s. Okay. And uh, Mike gets dropped off, and Sally decides that, since she's up, because it's midnight or so, uh, she and Susie are going to look at their own antiques. Sounds to me like Sally
1: them. and Susie are an item.
0: Sally and Susie may well be, but what's weird about this is that they are surprised to find antiques in their antique shop that they never noticed before until, like, uh, the child was dropped off, at yeah. which point they started wandering around going... Oh, look at this stuffed aisle isn't that interesting it's your antique shop why are you surprised to find it there
1: bad business
0: exactly so mike decided that he'd join in and look around the old shit as well and he finds some but... ye oldy photos and guess what's in the photos
1: either is or the tall man
0: the tall man is in the photos okay and mike sees the photos and goes, ooh, and runs to his aunt Sally and says, you must take me home. And Sally says, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice.
0: No, she doesn't. <laughs> that yeah. was just me. <laughs> she seems quite shocked by this proclamation and I guess takes him home with Susie.
1: Okay. They're probably um, glad to be shot sure of him.
0: Yeah. Um... So it was Reg actually who hustled over to Sally's and back again. Well, ah. Jody.
1: Jody's stayed like, in the house. Jody can't drive. He's never been driving.
0: I don't think so. Um he certainly can't fix his car if it does break down. Yeah. That seems to be purely the remit of of Mike. Yes. Mike the Perv. So meanwhile, um Tommy has woken up. Tommy the, the Jower. Yes. Good thing he's padlocked in that van, eh? Yes. Uh-huh. Um. So Reg is hustling back to Jodie's house. Um. And what do you call it? Mike and Susie and Sally are in hot pursuit. Yes. And while... Right, so this is a really weird scene and I wasn't entirely sure what was going on here. So Jodie is dreaming about the tall man striding towards him in that big marble mausoleum thing. And then when Jawa's attack, Jawa's attack. Mm. So he's, he's having a dream thing. during A phantasm. That, while, he, while he's having a phantasm, Sally so that's is what taking my No, <laughs> <laughs> And it sounds like a portmanteau, doesn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So they, so weirdly now this, this is, I know you like cinematography. I know it's your bag. Mm-hmm. Generally, I couldn't give a shit, but this scene was, was quite nice, actually. So it's pitch dark, but Reg's van is tipped over and there's a, and the headlights are on on the front of the van, but we're seeing it from the back. So it's just backlit.
1: Uh huh.
0: And it's like the silhouette of the van in the darkness with uh-huh. this light. Uh-huh. And Mike r- jumps out of the car and he runs down and like tries to see if Reg is in it. So you can just see the silhouette of Mike jumping up you know, uh, okay. trying to look into it. and it's, it's quite cool it's quite a nice shot oh, okay. actually then he looks in the back the padlock's broken there's yellow blood everywhere and then we come to my feckin greatest pet peeve on the face of the earth which is Mike jumps into the car in a full blown panic screaming drive drive run away quick and instead of doing that why two women do
1: we sit need
0: to going, such and such? Yeah. yeah uh-huh. Why? What's the matter? What's going on? And while she's doing that, Jawas jump into the car and they all go mental. But it's quite a small car and now there's three people with long blonde hair in it all freaking out and it looks like that scene in Wayne's World where they all start headbanging to yeah Rhapsody okay because yeah, okay. they're all going <laughs> And how
1: many Jawas? Just the one
0: two i think oh, two jaws. two Jawas, but they're hard to see because they're wearing those little robes so really yes. all you can see is the blondes and mike in the back seat and they're all head banging
1: yeah yeah, yeah okay I, I
0: could hear bohemian rhapsody in my head as i watched nice. the scene it was <laughs> it was quite funny um and mike smashes himself through the back so he defenestrates himself okay out the back window and he's lying on the road sort of bleeding a bit and then it So it cuts to Jodie staring into space, Mm. and then it cuts to Mike lying on the road, Uh and then it cuts to Jodie staring into space, and then Mike on the road, and it just sort of cuts back and forth, and I'm not really sure why, Mm. because it's not like Mike or Jodie are going, ah, brotherly love has united us uh, through space and time and animated Mike to get up and run up the street, which he does, by the way. Okay. Um, So he
1: leaves his aunt behind in a car full of jowers.
0: Yeah, they're dead. What an asshole. They're all dead. Everyone's dead. What about Reggie? He's dead.
1: How can he be dead? Because he's in the next film. They're all dead. You said Reggie's in the next film.
0: Well, that was a stupid thing for me to have said now, isn't it?
1: (laughs) Uh,
0: (laughs) Oh. They're all presumed dead. How about that?
1: Okay, cool, cool. Right, fine.
0: Spoilers. Um. So. Needless to say, Jodie's a bit upset by all that has materialised because Reg is apparently dead, as is this previously unmentioned aunt. But whatever. And her potential and Mike, girlfriend. And her potential girlfriend and Mike has a big, like, cut in his face or something. Oh, so poor just, Mike! <laughs> I know. Yeah, everyone and, else is dead. <laughs> yeah, and he's oh wemish. Oh, have you got a little yeah. scrape on your face, Didums? So, Jodie thinks the best thing to do now would be to lock Mike in his bedroom and go and deal with the tall man himself. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Mike feels differently because Mike decides he's going to have a full-on tantrum. He attacks his bedroom door. Then he sits down in the bed, briefly, before attacking the door again. And then he sits down at his desk and sulks for a bit. Okay. While he's sulking... He pulls a, a gun cartridge out of his pocket and sort of footers with it for a while. And then he has a MacGyver moment. Cigarette? And like, the lighter. Ah. He didn't have a lighter. Yeah. What he had was a drawing pin, some sticky tape, and a hammer.
1: So, okay. David,
0: if you wanted to get out of a room and you had a gun cartridge, a drawing pin, some sticky tape, and a hammer. What would you do? I'd use the fucking hammer
1: to get out of the room.
0: <laughs> I'd smash the window with the hammer. Yeah.
1: I would not use a hammer to hit a live cartridge. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. He sticks the drawing pin into the <clears throat> the metal bit yeah. of the cartridge.
1: Yeah, the primer.
0: Yeah, the primer, as you say. And then he tips sticky tapes... Other sticky tips are available. He sticky tips, the, the the primer <laughs> sticky end. Sticky
1: tape the... isn't a brand name. It's sellotape that's the brand name.
0: <laughs> I know. He's, I, I just said it in the wrong order. <laughs> yeah.
1: I was like, what are you talking about? Okay.
0: <laughs> he sticky tips, the cartridge to the hammer. Right? Okay. Yeah. And then he goes over to the door and he swings the hammer. Bam! And it blows a perfect hole in the door.
1: That is totally that, not how that would work.
0: And that, really? And then I imagine that was 50% of the budget gone. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> bang!
1: <laughs> ah, Barry Scott episode Barry
0: two. Barry here to save the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you stuck in the bedroom and can't get out? You need a sillet bang. Yeah. Um so he yeah, so that's that's how he gets out of his room. He for, just for God's sake it massively explodes and he escapes but he needn't a bothered because guess who's waiting for him at his own back door front Ooh,
1: door. Ooh Tall man
0: The tall man And the tall man lifts him by his coat oh, By yeah. the back of his coat. Yeah the scruff of and, his neck kind and, of thing, yeah. And he goes so he grabs him and he goes I've been waiting for you, and carries him out, throws him into the back of the hearse. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And drives off. And Mike sits in the back of the hearse for an unreasonable amount of time before he remembers that he lifted the colt. Uh, 45, I guess. Before he left the house.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay
0: so he has a choice now he can either point the colt at the back of the tall man's head and shoot it or he could Mm. guess where the tyre is and shoot out the tyre
1: from inside the the car
0: from inside the car and shoot out the back window Uh, so guess which one he does
1: if only it was shoot himself
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's option three. Yeah. He tries to
1: shoot the tyre. Oh, God. Well, he
0: he shoots out the back window and then he shoots out the tyre. Succeeds, I might add. Like it's a shotgun or something. He leaps out the back window and the hearse drives into a tree and explodes, which is the other half of the budget. Oh,
1: nice. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. Massive fire, right? And Mike decides, well, in for a penny, in for a pound and heads to the... The mausoleum, marbly, mort yeah, thing. Okay. Right. Meanwhile, Jody is looking at graves, uh, for for his own reasons, I guess. Reminiscing. And pulls out. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Ah, the good times when women were women and not murderous, tall men. Um. And he pulls out the coffin of his, I think, his dad. I guess. Do you know how they're in that filing cabinet thing?
1: Yeah, Pearson. Yeah. Yes. I remember.
0: So he he pulls that out, and I'm so what I'm assuming is he wants to make sure the body's still there and his dad yeah. hasn't been turned into a jawa. Okay. But he has a rather peculiar way of authenticating that, which is
1: desecrating he, a corpse.
0: He, he well he doesn't get to, but so what I would have done there is I would have lift the lid and then I'd look. But what Jody does is he closes his eyes and looks at the ceiling and then opens the coffin. Which, in my experience, isn't the best way to look at things. If you shut your eyes and look at the ceiling. It's less well, effective, yeah. Point your yeah. face towards the ceiling. Yeah. yeah, it's not great. Fortunately, Mike's coming, so he, he does it properly later on. So we're good. But while he's doing this, we hear the... Noise, The uh-huh. balls are coming. Oh, the balls. It's balls time. Balls to the wall. And, a, and apparently the balls can see in black and red, which is quite interesting.
1: That is pretty. We get interesting. a balls
0: eye view. Oh yeah. Of what's going on. Okay. The the balls are coming. Um, I I guess, I guess the um the balls chase Jody away. I don't know, because Mike turns up, assesses the scene uh he sees that the coffin's been pulled out Uh he has the good sense to just lift the lid and look in it yeah and there's there's nothing there
1: dun dun dun
0: what there is however is a ball now coming after mike
1: okay i thought you were gonna say there's an iou note inside the coffin
0: (laughs) no there's a note that says buy milk
1: (laughs) uh, call back
0: so uh so he starts running away Jodie jumps out from behind a corner and shoots the ball with a shotgun. and that's the Where did he get the shotgun gets. from? He brought it with him. I thought he had the Smith and Weston. The The Colt? No, Mike No, the, the Colt. Col-
1: yeah, but the Smith and Weston is something different.
0: I thought it was a handgun.
1: They're both handguns. Well, no, they're both makers of firearms.
0: Yeah, well, Jodie has a shotgun, so he's got a... Not a Bellini. Benili. <laughs>
1: He's also got a Bellini. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm just going a hand. snack. <laughs> Benelli. Uh, yeah, exactly. Benelli.
0: What did I say? Bellini? No, Benili? Benelli. Benelli. I think is the type. He, Benelli. Yes. He's he's basically got a Benelli. Yes. And Mike has the Colt. Right. No one has a Smith and Wesson. Oh. Um. So, yeah, I forgot about it. So that's pretty much the last time we get to see Balls, which is quite annoying because <laughs> they're the, the best bit of the movie. Uh, Stop at you.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, <clears throat> now, here's some great dialogue. This, I'm confident, I was, I was wrong the last time, but I'm confident this time mm. I can guess your reaction. Mike says, Jodie, there's a door, there's this door down here and I'll bet there's something behind it
1: as with most doors
0: yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i have written here i'd imagine so sort of how doors work yeah exactly so (laughs) yeah so then they go down the corridor and mike sees the door and he says to jody well that's the door (laughs) interesting so like
1: it's corridor right no this just 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 thinking about it what does corridor mean because it's got door in it.
0: Corridor. Oh. I wonder if a hall is a corridor with no doors in it. Maybe. Hmm. To Google. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Anyway. anyway uh, rewinding. Anyway.
1: Yeah. Okay. So he and shows then, them the door. Hmm.
0: And they're looking at the door. And guess who appears?
1: A uh, tall man.
0: Reg! Ah, oh, Reg! He's alive! Reg the ledge. Because I spoiled it. Reg the ledge! Well, he is a ledge. He hid in a coffin. And that's how he survived. And not only that...
1: Wait, he hid in a coffin inside his ice cream van.
0: Oh, he happened to have a coffin in there. It's like Mary Poppins' bag. I don't know what he meant by that. He hid in a coffin. That seems to be his explanation. But not only that... He saved Susie and oh, uh, that's nice of him. Sally. Yeah, because
1: he, he, he stayed said, around to check that they weren't actually dead and didn't run away yeah. and leave them.
0: Exactly. Mm. And that's why he's regged the ledge. Yeah. And he said they took off across the grass like scared rabbits or something like that. What's Which,
1: Susie and what's it? Sally, yeah. Okay.
0: Which I think a perfectly reasonable reaction. Also, their car's
1: been trashed.
0: Oh, yeah, the mirth-mobile is destroyed.
1: <laughs> yeah? Oh, it's all right. Mike can fix it later.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> right enough, yeah. Well, he should. He smashed out the back window, yeah. little prick. Mm. Now, we're getting to the point in the film where the viewing audience is supposed to go, oh, that's what's going on. Except that you don't. Because yeah. it doesn't really makes sense i'm still at a loss my, I'm, I'm gonna do my best i can only tell you what i took out of it okay and we'll see if we can crack this one but anyway so they go through the the very unusual door that has stuff behind it Ooh. they open it the, <laughs> they open the door and it's a white room and it's got these big black barrels big drums okay right and the drums have got wee little windows. And if you look in the little window, you see the jawa eyes of jawas. Okay. So they're, yes. So they are jawa vats, basically. Vats of jawa. Mm, mm. hmm. Okay. So there's that in the room. And there are two metal rods sticking up out of the ground. Tuning forks. Yay! And All right, the room, I'm on it. the room is going ooh like that. Okay. Right? Haha. So, so yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, so Mike while they're, while Reg and uh Jody are looking at the the Jawa vats, Mike is interested in the two metal rods that are sticking up. Hey. And he remembers the advice from the shyster blind psychic who ripped him off at the beginning of the film.
1: Yeah. And
0: he's, he's having... Again, it's quite like June, because he's going like, fear is the enemy, fear is the killer, I must not uh-huh. fear, blah, blah, blah. So, very like June. So he sticks his hand okay, between okay. the two rods and his hand mm-hmm, vanishes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Because the two rods have made a portal.
1: To Jawa right?
0: Yes, I guess. So he sticks his hand through
1: mm.
0: and then he, I, I don't quite know how it happened but he, despite the fact that he was perfectly stable and stationary and just poking his hand through it his whole body falls through it. I thought I was clumsy but this kid takes it to a uh, level level. Yeah. And he falls through the portal and he sees a, a massive desert with a red sky and a well, no sand crawler, yeah. but a line of Jawas going off and up to the horizon, I guess, oh. and some of the vats which are empty,
1: hmm.
0: and that's what you see, right? Okay. And fortunately, Jody caught Mike just as he fell through mm. by the belt and mm. pulled him back out, mm. and like started like patting him and stuff to put him out because his jacket was smouldering, right? Okay. And that's when Mike goes... Was it a smoking jacket? (laughs) (laughs) It was now. No. It was a shitty denim jacket. I guess he's got loads of them because there there wasn't a massive hole in the back of it. But anyway. Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. So somehow Mike has now figured it all out because Mike goes, Oh, I get it now. The Jawas are slaves. And they crush him because of the gravity and the heat on their planet. And this is the doorway to their planet. Now, um, none of that makes sense. Like, right, so let's break this thing down. The Jawas are slaves. For whom? For what? There was nothing on that planet. And also, just
1: a... Tommy turns into a Jawa.
0: To- yeah. So, so they're they're so taking the they're... corpses. yeah. Turn and them into
1: Jawa and then exporting them to this desert world.
0: Yes. What? Right, so that's a good point. Why are they doing this to corpses? Why aren't they doing it to living things? Why are they reanimating corpses? Uh, what? What, for, what? Why are they going to a different planet for slave labour? And I'm assuming the tall man is an alien who... has come to earth to steal the dead bodies
1: that's the the that's the only thing i can think of but it's still um, pretty weird
0: it is weird i don't know why this satisfies mike as an explanation Mm. i find it really bizarre i'm still not entirely sure what's going on there anyway so they figure this out and then the power goes out boop and mike turns up with his lighter again Yes. And he lights the lighter, and when we can see again, there's a jawa in his face, uh-huh. and there, and the light goes out again because the jawa attacks, and then somehow within mere seconds they are all wildly separated. So Jody is running around outside, Mike we don't know where he is, and Reg is in the room. Uh, with the with the of the vats and the tuning fork so i don't uh-huh. quite know what happened there yeah the part the, power, mean, the mm. part so the part comes back on and reg is standing there in the white room again what were we gonna say
1: uh no i was just gonna say somehow he managed to find the doorway get through this special door i don't know, take a left take a few rights take another left and he's outside the building all in the pitch yes. black Meanwhile, yes. Mike's disappeared and Reg is just like sat in his ass waiting for the lights to turn back on.
0: Mike is, uh, Reg rather is Sorry, sat Reg. there going, Reg. yeah. Reg is sat there going, huh, oh, do you know what this reminds me of? My tuning fork. So Reg uh... thinks, I know what I'm gonna do. He, um, goes over to the tuning forks and touches both the ends of it. Okay. He thinks that'll stop it. And the sound stops, the boo. stops and reg is just blown off his feet onto his back and suddenly the portal just starts sucking like mad (laughs) like a dyson yeah it sucks the the vats in and just starts sucking like crazy there's a mad wind going on outside so now Jodie's outside going yeah Yeah, okay and guess who else is outside the hot blonde Oh yeah, he is the tall man. Yes. Yeah, she's back.
1: Back again.
0: So, so she's yeah. <laughs> Tell a friend. Yeah. So she's in the bushes with a knife, going "I've got a knife," <laughs> sort of thing. I don't know why, but there it's you go. pretty
1: low tech for someone who can like have portals between worlds.
0: I know a knife. You think they would have some sort of, like, d- sonic screwdriver that sucks the life force out of people yeah, or something? Like that. Yeah. Something a bit more interesting, mm. but anyway. <clears throat> but so she was in the bushes with the knife, and then when Reg touched the tuning fork inside, she was like, oh! "Like that," she did a big gasp. Okay. She was horrified. So obviously she's somehow like. I've been at one. At one with the tuna tuning forks. I almost said the tuna forks. <laughs>
1: mm.
0: With the tuning forks. Yes. Um. So apparently Mike somehow made it out as well and he's wandering around in this like mad windy weather going, M- uh, Judy, Judy, trying to find his brother. Reg staggers out, outside as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. And sees <coughs> sees the hot blonde passed out on the lawn uh-huh. and stupidly goes to help her. That Reg cannot resist from help helping a blonde in distress.
1: Chivalry. I mean, he helped uh, Susie and Sally
0: exactly yeah they're also going to help the exact all the women are blonde in this Mm. apparently so needless to say the hot blonde stabs per reggie Reggie. yeah so that that's rather unfortunate because we you know we thought he was dead and then we got him back we were so happy but then it looks
1: like he's dying again yeah okay
0: well, it certainly looks that way to Jody because mm. cause Mike's like, oh, we have to help jo- uh, we have to help Reg, and Jody's like, oh, wow. he's dead.
1: Wow, well these these brothers are assholes. So essentially, yeah. anyone well, who's potentially like even they got a scratch and like he's dead, let's leave him. Or she's got a slight yeah. mild burn, let's leave her. It's all yeah. good.
0: No, no, no. She'll be dead in minutes. Let's just go. Yeah. Shouldn't we? No. Come on. She only needs a plaster. Um, mm. Yeah, we sticky plaster and she'll yeah. be all set. Um. And then hot blonde morphs back into the tall man and the tall man reclaims his knife out of Reg while he slowly writhes around in the grass going. uh, uh,
1: Yeah, fair uh, enough. That's good acting.
0: Probably thinking to himself, she was a hot blonde a minute ago. What the hell happened? Mm. (laughs) Um, Oh, and she bitched out on me.
1: (laughs) Uh, Reggie doesn't think like that.
0: No, Reg (laughs) wouldn't. Reg is is a ledge as we established. Um. So they. So Mike and Jody just drive away without helping, absolute bastards, and the whole marble mausoleum mortuary thing glows. Ooh, right. Yep. Now, Jody, I'm guessing, meanwhile, has taken a lot of acid because he comes up with, frankly, the maddest plan he could possibly have concocted, mm-hmm. which is, oh, there's an old abandoned mine shaft. Up in the mountains from here. Uh, so what we should do is we should lure the tall man up there somehow. And then I'll hide all the health and safety warnings. And then he'll fall in the hole.
1: They have to cap mine shafts off to stop people accidentally falling in them.
0: Oh, they so, didn't.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay.
0: They, 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 I guess, put up a few health and safety warnings, which Jodie quickly cleared away. Yeah. Okay. Right. So this is his plan to trap and I quote that tall bastard um he's a very strong tall bastard he he is, and how they're going to lure him unless they're going to get bugs bunny to dress up as a sexy lady and lure him into the
1: well apparently, up into the mountains. this dude isn't interested in sexy ladies
0: he certainly isn't he's interested in denim clad hippies apparently yeah. yeah and and idiots like Jody mm-hmm. but Yeah, why is that your go-to plan? Oh, I know what we'll do. We'll lure him up into the mountains where there's a really, really dangerously badly labelled mine shaft that we can make him fall down. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. Well, Mike disagrees. He clearly thought it was a great idea because he just went with it.
1: Sounds like a 14-year-old's idea of a great idea.
0: uh, Probably, yeah. Yeah, it is a bit. Oh, for God's sake. So he sends jody says i'm gonna go and take down the 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 wooden boards that say danger Mm -hmm. completely unfilled Mm -hmm. in mine here watch yourself careful now you go home mike and uh barricade the house
1: because all past experience indicates that mike is actually going to listen and do what he's told and right
0: exactly and also, the last time Mike was barricaded in his home, the tall man just turned up on his doorstep and lifted him bodily by his coat and threw mm. him in the back of a horse. So, good plan, man. So, Mike goes home and footers with probably the, the flimsiest looking window I've ever seen. I have seen sturdier looking windows on caravans. Mm. Uh, but he but he locks it nonetheless, despite the fact like a, a strong cough could have broken that mm-hmm. window, I think. He he goes to the next window to lock it and, of course, the tall man's standing in the window and smashes through it. Did he snatch his people up? Pardon? (laughs) The the whole
1: thing about lock your windows, lock your doors. Have you not seen
0: that? Oh, yes. He did snatch his people up. Yeah. Yeah. The the lights are all off in the house.
1: Mm. Mike,
0: obviously, ran away and is now creeping through the house looking for the tall man, but for some reason Mike is looking for him on the ceiling, because uh, he's looking exclusively up. I know he's tall, but you would be able to see him if you looked straight ahead. Yes. Oh, that's another tall guy from police squad that I'm looking at. I need to look up to see his face to make sure I get the right guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Boo. And the back door blows off its hinges. And the tall man's standing there and he goes, Boy! And he says, "Nah, you do Die! Oh wow,
1: that's extreme.
0: <coughs> he was wrong. It's not when he dies. He's as good as that shit blind psychic at the beginning. So yeah. Mike runs away, and scary things pop up because, but because he was taught by the blind psychic not fear. to fear, yeah, he ignores it and he's grand. And fortunately, the tall man is doing that um, sinister walking that we discussed before in slow yes. motion.
1: He has to wait for someone to, like, have wafts of dry ice so he can walk through it.
0: Yes, and swish his hair about like he's in a L'Oreal advert, exactly, yes. Because he's worth it. And he's... So Mike just keeps running. Uh, God knows how long he was running for, because he managed to run to the abandoned mineshaft up in the mountains. So I guess they cut a lot of the running out, because it was probably super boring. Hmm. Mm. And he, he runs along and he sees where the mine shaft is and he jumps over the mine shaft because Jodie has put a blanket over it.
1: Oh, something. God.
0: And then the tall man falls in the hole. Ha ha! And then Jodie pushes a load of boulders from the cliff edge into the hole. Okay. And we're, ta- we're talking massive boulders. So, how Jodie managed that. I do not know.
1: Well balanced, big boulders as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and they all just bounce down the hill hill into the hole. So, so, okay, so that's that, right?
1: Mm. Tall man
0: is, I I guess for now defeated. I guess, and the next scene, it's Mike, and he wakes up in bed. <gasps> Right? Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then then it cuts to him sitting by a fireplace with Reg the ledge saying that he can hear the noises of the tall man and saying those rocks aren't going to hold him forever. Uh,
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. So Reg eh? is alive.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So Reg is alive again. That's nice. Yeah. A
1: couple of holes in him.
0: And then Mike says that the tall man, uh, those rocks aren't going to hold him forever. He took my parents from me and he took Jodie from me. And then Reg says, come on, Mike, you know, that's not true. Jodie died in a car wreck. Uh, What?
1: Yeah, it seems to have skipped a scene where he dies in a car crash.
0: When? When did that? So Reg is alive and Jody's dead. Yeah. When did when did Jody die? What the uh, shit? I don't What's know. going on? It's a bit weird. And it's all going on in front of a roaring fire in this very romantic scene with with the kid and and Reg. Like what what? So I'm super baffled at this point. Yeah. And then Mike's clearly, you know, a bit distraught about everything that's going on. So he, so Reg says, hey, how about we hit the road and just drive? And Mike goes, where to? And Reg is like, it doesn't matter. We'll just drive and see where we end up.
1: I think and, that's uh, roughly what happened to Jody, except he ended up in a tree. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or at the bottom of a mineshaft.
1: Oh, the bottom um, of a mineshaft. <laughs> uh,
0: and, and apparently he means right now, because he goes, go and pack. Huh? So, huh? so um, Mike goes okay and runs upstairs and starts packing his shit. And Reg pulls out his guitar and starts like playing it while uh-huh. Mike's upstairs packing. And one of the things Mike lifts when he's up packing is a picture of Jody, who is holding a guitar and a poodle. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. And he's looking at this picture, and then he notices the mirror, on his wardrobe moves, and he pushes it, and the tall man is in the reflection. Dun dun dun. Okay. And he goes, boy, and then Jawas jump out of his wardrobe.
1: Uh huh. That's the, the end. end of the film, right? And
0: that's the end of the film. The
1: lion, the witch, and the Jower.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the tall man the witch and the oh Jawa, yeah okay yeah much. okay well, the tall man wet reg and the jower <laughs> yeah this is this, this like
1: nuts. So, so yeah
0: do you understand what the plot was because no. i don't
1: no i mean like no yeah none of it makes me right? any... So, I mean, I could, I could see the whole idea of, like, the, the tall dude going around, I don't know, collecting bodies and then turning them into stuff that will work for him. Fine. I mean, that's kind of just, like, zombie stuff, I suppose. Sure. Um, but then the whole thing about, hey, I'm going to use a tuning fork and... But, like, choosing in, like, a small town in the middle of nowhere to do it. Surely you would want to choose somewhere where there's going to be a much larger availability of things to convert, like, I do know. Um, a big city somewhere?
0: But, but sure. But why do they need so much slave labour that they can't go to similarly sized planets where the people already have an appropriate bone density so that Um, you could have reasonably heighted slaves?
1: I don't know. Maybe it's, uh, oh, um, there are only a certain number of inhabited planets and this is one that they have to come across but like maybe you need another planet that's got tuning forks
0: Ah. so
1: when someone turned a tuning fork on they're like aha if we turn our tuning fork on as well
0: so do we need to factor tuning forks into drake's equation (laughs) yes
1: i would say so i mean it's it's a signal
0: It's a very strange film but the question is david
1: why did you watch it
0: well i've seen it i've seen it probably half a dozen times
1: really why oh god you're still trying to figure out what the hell's going on
0: so i haven't talked you into watching this one
1: no no never oh i don't think so
0: there we go
1: (laughs) (laughs) gold comedy gold shit